Do you lose sight of why you started your business? Do you get frustrated or despondent? Do you feel like maybe you're just not cut out for it? Or even feel like giving up? Well, you know what? You need to be more brilliant. Welcome aboard, folks, to the Annoyingly Optimistic Show, the go-to destination for the savviest entrepreneurs and business owners who crave a heady concoction of knowledge, inspiration, and a sprinkling of humour. I'm your host, Paul Inskip, here to accompany you on this exhilarating journey through the world of business. Together, we'll venture into the fascinating realm of ideas, unravel the mysteries of success, and equip you with hands-on strategies to worry less, make more, and be brilliant. I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out, comment, or message me to share how you've been helped, inspired, or simply got a fresh outlook. Let's embark on this annoyingly optimistic adventure together. And remember, worry less, make more, and be brilliant. Hello, my business trailblazers out there trying to outshine the ordinary with an obsession that's bordering on fanaticism and your passion that ignites more ferociously than a bonfire under a full moon. You're out there on the tumultuous seas of entrepreneurship, armed with nothing but your passion and your dream, but it's a dream as audacious as a kangaroo on a pogo stick. Well, passion, my friends, is the rocket fuel that catapults our starships of businesses towards constellations of opportunities. But let's not mince our words. Passion alone, despite being as tangy as a lemonade spiked with chilli, won't help us steer clear of the asteroid showers inherent in business management. Reality, it turns out, can be as unyielding as a mule who's discovered the sublime pleasure of a restful perch. As we wrestle with the rigours of entrepreneurship, the drudgery of daily routines, and the tedium of everyday tasks, our initial brilliance might begin to resemble less a spectacular lighthouse and more of a bedside lamp with a dimming bulb. It's in these moments that our entrepreneurial colours, once vivid and vibrant, seem to settle for a more dreary grey hue. But worry not, the colour palette of your genius isn't yet spent. Consider this a gentle prod, a prompt, a radiant neon sign flickering in the darkness. It's time to reset, rewind, and recollect. And remember that intoxicating thrill, that electrifying passion, that undeniable radiance that propelled you to the star-studded odyssey that is your business. Hark back to the starting blocks, the genesis of your journey, when every notion was a revelation, every hurdle merely a stepping stone. So let's dust off our brilliance, rekindle our passion, and top up our knowledge reserves with the right tools and wisdom to keep our entrepreneurial crafts sailing smoothly. After all, we declared that the journey of business can't match the excitement of its destination. Let's transform business into a dance where the steps are as joyous as the rhythm. It's time to be more brilliant. Now, I confess, I have been known to get a tad sermonizing at times. Not in the divine sense, but born out of my unchecked enthusiasm for all things that have kindled my imagination. In my fervor to dispel business woes, my exuberance might sometimes have have the adverse effect, pushing people away or leading them to dismiss the ideas purely due to my zealous delivery. But bear with me. For the reason behind this is my joy and privilege of working with some amazing businesses and spectacular people. Those who embarked on this audacious entrepreneurship journey with little more than passion 
and a logo. Their drive is to create, to astound, to solve problems uniquely. Yet often their passion wanes, their brilliance dims, and if not for our collaboration, their businesses might fall prey to the challenges they weren't quite equipped to tackle. Now here's my confession. I'm hooked to finding and aiding these incredible businesses. I envy their talents, their passion, their unique abilities, because I can't replicate them. I understand them, I can mimic them, but I'm in awe of their skills. Now, fortunately, where their genius, their brilliance encounters the shadowy aspects of entrepreneurship, my brilliance glows the brightest, unearthing their shadows and spotlighting solutions, strategies, and whatever they require to ensure that their brilliance doesn't just stay on course, but flourishes and continues to gleam for their customers. This is where I shine. Now, brilliance is an underused and underappreciated term. It describes exceptional talent or intelligence, referring to individuals who stand out due to their intellectual abilities or unique skills. A brilliant scientist, for example, stands out amongst peers due to exceptional work. Another word closely associated with brilliance is intensity, a crucial element. When I help people, I look for this brilliance. I identify it. I nourish it. Moreover, I resonate with another definition of brilliance exceptional clarity of thought, expression, or understanding. That's my brilliance. While I hesitate to label it as exceptional, or anything I do as exceptional, it lies in clarity, intensity, and understanding. That's my unique contribution to this party. Now, this life of compulsive creation and helping... If only time were a boundless ocean rather than a finickety hourglass, I would happily devote all my waking hours, and a few of my dreaming ones, to extending my helpful hand and relishing the ceaseless dance of my brilliance. But alas, the world isn't so accommodating, and time, just like in your case, refuses to stand still for even my most resplendent moments of genius. Now, here's where the plot thickens, and our light-hearted business fable takes a slightly tricky turn. You see, once upon a time, I was quite the clown, cracking wise about my being the 95% man. Oh yes, I would boast about my prowess in initiating, imagining, crafting the near miraculous. Right when the finish line was a hair's breadth away, like a moth drawn to a dazzling new flame, I would veer off course to seek a fresher thrill, a novel adventure, a shiny new thing. This quirky quip of mine soon took on a life of its own, becoming a running gag in in my circles of friends, with yours truly playing both the jester and the butt of the joke. But somewhere between the laughter and the sideways glances, a little voice inside me piped up. That punchline doesn't quite sit right. True, my journey was dotted with moments of inception that petered out before the grand finale. Yet there were numerous occasions where I, like an obsessive watchmaker, focused on the tiniest 5% details, putting them under a meticulous microscope until they were as perfect as a Swiss timepiece. Now this leaves us with quite the conundrum. How could the same person who breezes through the 95% often stumble over the final steps, yet at other times devote obsessive attention to ensuring that the last 5% was just as flawless. Curiously, my customers always received an amazing full 100% effort, but that last leg often felt like scaling Everest in flip-flops. So where did that leave me? Was my jesting self-proclamation a misguided misnomer? 
had my wit taken an unexpected tumble? What, pray tell, was truly going on? Well, the answer, as it often does, came from an unexpected place. DIY. The world's way of saying, well, how hard could it really be? It's the thrill of becoming a makeshift magician, conjuring a bookshelf from a pile of wood and a bucket of hope. It's the art of convincing yourself that your lack of skills is merely a minor obstacle to building that IKEA dresser. DIY, it's where ambition meets a hammer and often your thumb. It's the tangible proof that even though Rome wasn't built in a day, your garden shed definitely can be. Well, sort of. At the heart of DIY is the gloriously optimistic assumption that reading instructions is optional that measuring is for the faint-hearted, and that in the end, duct tape can fix pretty much everything. Being of the duck-and-dodge DIY category, I've forever shied away from anything even mildly reminiscent of do-it-yourself projects, an embodiment of what you might call a bodger. Now, a term that I hope that travels across the Atlantic and means something worldwide. I was well accustomed to skirting around tasks requiring anything more than a half-hearted attempt at a manual fix. However, there came a point when my familiar evasion tactics failed me and stepping up was no longer a choice but a necessity. With a healthy mix of trepidation and determination, I dove headfirst into the daunting pool of DIY, equipping myself with newfangled skills, an arsenal of tools that would make a professional builder blush, and the humble wisdom of DIY veterans. I fully committed to my new role. My journey was as a colourful tapestry of errors, lessons, and finally triumphs. The crowning glory was when I found myself at a level where others began seeking my advice. Quite tickled, I discovered I could provide meaningful, accurate and helpful advice, and in some cases, hands-on assistance to boot. This metamorphosis from DIY Dodger to DIY Don proved a steady stream of amusement. However, the pinnacle of hilarity came when I acquired a tool belt. Now, not a playful Batman-esque cosplay accessory but a genuine heavy-duty tool belt. I understood its potential to save me time, to increase my efficiency, and simplify certain tasks, yet its purchase marked a humorous turning point in my journey. The acquisition of this tool belt was the final piece of my transformational puzzle. It served as a mirror, reflecting that my prior 95% persona was not an emblem of indolence, nor an unwillingness to complete the task. Instead, it had been an ever-present sign of a glaring gap in my knowledge or skill set. My innate brilliance had managed to carry me some way, but when it met its inevitable ceiling, things became challenging, uncomfortable, and I found my self-confidence wavering. What was my default response when faced with such adversity? Run! Yes, I would flee the battlefield, hastily slap some gaffer tape on the problem, forcibly close the cupboard door hoping it wouldn't rebelliously spring back open, and in essence, retreat. I spent little to no time understanding the why, the how, or the what required to address the issue, opting instead for a swift exit stage left. Yet, when I was thrust into a situation where running was no longer an option, and my normal reserves of brilliance were of no help... Like the one time, many years ago, I assembled a shelf with nothing more than penguin-printed gaffer tape. Quite the spectacle. I realised I had to bridge the skills and knowledge gap first. It was a journey of understanding the tools, acquiring the knowledge, and painstakingly building the necessary skill set. It was my initiation into the thrilling, frustrating, and ultimately rewarding world of DIY. Now, this is the exact same scenario we face in our businesses. 
Imagine for a moment you're about to plunge into the whirlwind of setting up your own business. But before you even get a chance to flaunt your dazzling brilliance, the universe, with its characteristic sense of humour, hands you a different sort of mission. Learn the rules of the game first, it says with a sly wink. Not just the glittering glamour of your brilliant business idea, but the nitty-gritty, the real meat and potatoes of enterprise. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, and oh yes, the roundabouts. Now picture this, your brilliance, that sparkling beacon of entrepreneurial inspiration and passion, is sent off on a long holiday while you get down to the somewhat less exciting task of acquiring the tools of the trade. Think of it as being asked to build the Eiffel Tower armed with only a hammer and a few nails, a task a million miles away from the comfortable lap of brilliance where you'd rather be lounging. But here's the thing, you've got to dig deep, pull out that hidden trove of determination and set your drive into fifth gear. There's no brilliance to fall back on here, just good old-fashioned grit, tenacity, learning and hard work. And here's the kicker. Once you've trudged through the entrepreneurial wilderness, gotten familiar with every rock and pebble, and even made friends with the occasional venomous snake, you're ready to level up. The universe gives you a knowing nod, and just like that, your brilliance is back from its holiday. Only now, you're armed with a toolbox filled with the hard-earned knowledge of the business battlefield. You're primed to take your idea, your vision, your dream, your brilliance, to dizzying new heights. The journey may be long, and the ride may be bumpy, but the view from the top? Absolutely breathtaking. So how do we be more brilliant? What are the steps that we need? Well, the first one, it's a tricky one. It's about recognising your brilliance. I know, I know, it feels about as comfortable as hugging a cactus, right? We're a stubborn lot, often playing a game of hide-and-seek with our own self-worth. You can imagine how hard it is in this to have called myself brilliant multiple times. But let me throw in some things to make you think of this in a different way. A meagre 6% of the UK population, a statistic that's replicated around the world, ever even try to embark on an entrepreneurial journey. Factor in failure rates, which are astounding, and you're staring at numbers scarier than a horror movie marathon. So let's dive in. Only 1.4% of business ventures cross the 12-year mark. To give you some context, you'd have a higher chance, 1.5 to be exact, of writing a best-selling novel and an even higher chance of seeing your 100th birthday, 2%. So yes, the entrepreneurial odyssey is hard, tougher than chewing on granite. But look at you, you're doing it. Your brilliance is the captain of this ship. Happy customers, rave reviews, bills paid on time, and a fan club that wishes they had your guts. If that doesn't scream, I am brilliant, in a kind of I am group kind of way, I'm not sure what will. Bask in that brilliance, take a victory lap. Remember why you embarked on this journey. Read those glowing reviews every day if that helps. Look around, your friends, your family, your neighbours. How many of them are green with envy, you know, and couldn't even dare to do what you do? So wear that brilliance with a badge of honour. Now, I'm not here to give you these numbers in a bad way, but to illuminate your brilliance and instigate an important question. Why? Why do so many businesses crash and burn? Why do so few dare to begin? Why are you held in high regard by your peers? Well, it's not just because entrepreneurship is a gargantuan task, but because it demands a specific skill set, deep knowledge, and the right arsenal. Back to my power tool analogy. The journey is embarked upon by the brilliant, survived by those who learn, adapt, and acquire the right tools to become that glorious 1.4%. If you value your brilliance and recognize it for what it is, the next step is committing to let it blaze brightly. Don't be another faceless business failure statistics. Be the success 
And you're already 80% there. Yeah, you heard it. 80% of the success starts from starting. The rest comes from learning the ropes. Without that, prepare to falter and fumble. Now, I've said it before in every podcast I host, and I'll repeat it now. Worry less, make more, and be brilliant. This triptych encapsulates the entrepreneurial ethos. To worry less, you need to tackle the problems head on. To do that, you need the right knowledge, the tools, experience. You need to learn. Once you do, you have the key to make more. More money, more time, more growth, more time with family, more security, whatever your more is. Once the worry is tamed and you unleash your brilliance in its full force, consider this your rallying cry. This is your genesis. Commit to investing time in honing your skills, amassing knowledge, polishing your tools and experience so you can amplify your brilliance. Ask for help. Don't let ego or ignorance dim your shine. Refuse to withhold your brilliance from the world because having the passion to start a business means you have the spirit to defy the odds. But you must be willing to face what you don't know. Acknowledge when you need help and then set out to get that help. To worry less, make more and be brilliant. After all, so recognize your brilliance. Recognize how much you've achieved, how much you're able to do. But identify where your brilliance ends and where you need that help and support so that you can become that amazing success that you set out to be. So worry less, make more, and be brilliant. Well, we're at the end of another fun-filled episode of the Annoyingly Optimistic Show. Here's hoping you found your pot of gold at the end of this rainbow, brimming with insight, inspiration, and ideas to tackle your business dilemmas with a twinkle in your eye and a spring in your step. If you've enjoyed this episode, pass it on. Share the love, leave a review, or reach out and see how we can make your business everything you dreamed it would be. And for a weekly dose of optimism, hop on over to worrylessmakemore.co.uk and sign up for my Worry Less newsletter. Until our next adventure, remember to worry less, make more, and be brilliant.